0: So we're at the point of the cycle where um, we're at the point of the cycle where uh, where we have people admitting uh, that crypto is a Ponzi scheme and that they were smart enough to be able to see that, right? And and that they they treated it as a trade. So I want to ask the question: Is this legal? First of all, is this legal to do so? I mean, Bitcoin hasn't been yet. Uh classified as a Ponzi or you know any a, a pyramid scheme or something like that, which would be based off of fraud I mean people um, they like to say well it doesn't fit the definition of Ponzi directly, which is true in a sense uh, it's got some differences but it's very ponzi like um, and if you were to look at the the concept of what a Ponzi is, I think you could say it fits um So what do all Ponzi's have in common? Well, they're all based on a fraud. They're all based on some kind of lie. And a fraud is a crime. So my question is if you knowingly know that Bitcoin is a Ponzi, right? You're you're admitting that Bitcoin is a Ponzi, right? This guy that I linked to, Cuppy, I've seen Zero Hedge retweet this guy. Uh, And I, 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 I read this tweet that he had and uh, I remember his blog, because he links to his blog in this tweet, and he basically says, uh, uh, I remember him, he was talking about the GBTC premium back in the day when it actually was, had a premium, and uh, where you could buy Bitcoin in the market, right, if you were an institution or, you know, you had a, you're a large investor, right, you have millions of dollars, you could give it to Grayscale, they'd lock you in there. They'd issue a share, right? And then they'd lock you up for like a year at the time. And then it became six months. But then you could sell that share to the market, right? <laughs> you could sell your GBT share that is, was now trading at a premium to, uh, to retail, right? To so just average Joes who were buying GBTC at a huge premium to the underlying Bitcoin spot price because there was all this hype around it at the time. They were pumping, you know, Bitcoin. So uh, there just weren't enough shares, really, to go around, I suppose. Uh, and, um, yeah, so this guy was talking about how you could, um, I guess I had to go back and read the blog post. But, you know, I don't know anything about this guy in particular, and I don't know if he's called it a Ponzi before today. Uh, but he's, he's basically announcing to the world, I know, this, I know that all these crypto scams are Ponzi's, and yet I'm going to trade them. They'll be back you know, when the Fed prints money again. They'll be back and I'll be trading them again. He knowingly is defrauding people. And he thinks that because, you know, maybe the regulators haven't shut it down or because he has a middleman to do the trade for him. Like maybe he goes to Coinbase or he's got a broker or he does OTC, but, he 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 thinks that so, well, there's a willing buyer out there, which is true. There's a willing buyer, um, but you know you know this is a Ponzi, right? You know this thing is gonna is is basically non-productive, it's unsustainable. He basically understands what I understand, right? Which probably a lot of people in crypto understand is that this thing um, can't last, right? And that's why these things are considered so evil, right? Because Uh, To the extent that you win trading Bitcoin or any kind of crypto, uh, someone else has to lose because where is the wealth coming from? You're just transferring wealth around. Uh, You're not creating new wealth, right? You're not lifting anybody's living standards. (laughs) You're just um, taking from somebody else. So in my opinion, this is a form of theft. Fraud right? is a way to um, acquire something uh, through deception, right? So you're just not physical violence involved. This is technically voluntary, but, uh, you know, something, right? You know, it's a Ponzi. Like this guy admits it's a Ponzi. He's not even, this is not even a debate for him. He, he admits it on Twitter. So, um, he knowingly, right. This is my problem. Ethically. He knowingly knows it's a Ponzi, but the, you know, the regulators, they haven't shut this thing down. So is it okay to trade? actually i'm asking this question i struggle with this too like because as someone who's a crypto critic mostly um i think it's technically if i'm being completely objective here i think it's unethical to work in crypto or to launch a crypto coin right your own coin if you know it's a scam sorry if you know it's a ponzi let's use the same language he used um so you know you're because you you sort of know you're defrauding people. You know that this can't last. You're just trying to get, you know, as much money as you can in the short short time possible. You know, because you know that this isn't gonna last forever because Ponzi's eventually collapse. So my question is, is this, I know it's not ethical, but when does, when does ethics come into law? I've asked this question before, is why be ethical if it's legal? And I, I've asked this question before, and I've never gotten a good answer from a philosopher, from a lawyer. Um, if something is is uh, legal, right? But it's considered unethical because I, you know, right now, and I would I would debate whether these Ponzi's are are truly legal, because we, we think that well the regulators haven't cracked down on them. Um, but what what are we what are we looking for? We're looking for something called Ponzi. I don't even know if Ponzi's a real law. But fraud is uh, against the law. Fraud is a theft, to crime. So, um, fraud can be prosecuted. And this this guy who um, Chastain, this this guy who worked at OpenSea, this NFT platform, he recently was arrested for uh, uh, for basically what they call quote unquote insider trading. Where he was, um, he knew which NFTs the OpenSea platform that he worked for was. Go- we're going to promote that week. He would buy them ahead of time, and then he would then you know sell them or or So he would buy some some part of this collection they were going to pump, and then you know it, it'd be on the front page. And then of course it got um, you know attraction right. Then retail would buy it, but he already bought bought it bought it right. So he 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 got in the middle here. And he used he used inside knowledge that, that he worked at this firm um, and he committed fraud basically because when you're a customer of a platform like an open or coinbase technically these i know that these firms trade against their clients and technically that's a form of fraud because unless they're disclosing this and i don't even think disclosing it would get would um would work for them right they they would get them out of this basically they they you you can't fraud your customers and if you're trading on Coinbase or OpenSea and you don't know that there's a, there's an employer in there who's you know got the got some information that you don't have which is that they're going to list these NFTs and promote them or some crypto coin is going to be listed now on Coinbase uh you get the inside scoop you know you're tempted to uh, <laughs> you know get in there and buy it first right so that because you, you know the price is probably going to be a pump well that's a form of fraud um and the, S, you know, and they didn't really charge this guy with insider trading because that's typically, you know, I don't know. You know, is there a law that says insider trading? Probably, but it's with the SEC. Uh, but they charged this guy with, um, uh, you know, the criminal enforcement division charged this guy with actual wire fraud, right? Because he committed fraud. So, um, yeah. Uh, so in my opinion, all of this stuff you could say is fraud and they could, they have the opportunity to go after all of these crypto people. And I think this is very, you know, brazen of this guy. I mean, to admit, right. You know, zero hedge retweets this guy. I don't follow this guy. I'm not really on Twitter. I just sort of look up people and see what they're talking about. But This guy came up and I've seen him because he's got the red hat, right? And his name is Cuppy or whatever. But he's got this Adventures in Capitalism blog. Uh, And I've seen Zero Hedge retweet this guy. So he's got, I don't know, I'm not looking at it right now, but he's probably got a big following. Uh, But he's so brazen enough to to admit it's a Ponzi and to admit that he's going to trade it, he continues to trade it, that he made money in it. Uh, So good for him for recognizing that it's not an investment, but bad for him to... To be unethical here, um, so so back to the question of uh, of ethics, some things are legal but unethical, like cheating on your spouse. let's just give that example there's There's nothing in there than the law that says you can't, right but it's unethical to do so. you've made a promise, right so uneth- ethics I think has to do with trust has to do with living out your principles, uh, treating people with respect. Uh, not purposely defrauding people, uh, not stealing from people. Like you go to the grocery store and there's there's automatic checkouts, right? Are you the type of person who uh, will will try to get away with not paying for stuff? Or will you, um, you know, be honest about paying for things? Now, that is a crime if you try to steal. But, you know, they probably won't catch you if you, you know, make it look like an accident or something. Um, But, if you, if you act unethically in your life, um, eventually I think it comes, it comes back to bite you in certain ways. You've lost respect, you lose trust. Um, you know, you lose your reputation and, you know, I get, I get wanting to make a buck, but I think it's just very dishonest. No, it's a Ponzi scheme, right? and not want to alert people to it, not educate people, but want to help other people realize it's a Ponzi. But what purpose is that? Not to shut it down, not to alert regulators that, hey, some people are being defrauded, um, but to encourage this, to encourage more Ponzis to come up. Because this guy in his tweet thread, he's like encouraging more crypto scams. He's like, oh, they'll they'll be back, right? People, some people just love Ponzis. And he's correct. Some people do. You know, and it's unfortunate that, this happens in a lot of third world countries um, that they're attracted to Ponzi schemes. Uh, I don't know why, but, but maybe it's like a desperation issue and they full like they, they've been sold this story. They could be rich. Um, and a lot of people who are poor, they don't know how to climb this ladder and they don't, they, they think, well, this is my shot. Um, it can happen really quick. and uh, Maybe they don't think they have the skills to, you know, um, increase their um, their income <laughs> or start a business so they just they think you know they've been sold this bill of lies and the problem is the problem with this guy is that he um while he may not be be telling lies about bitcoin right cuz he thinks it's a ponzi other people are right and so he's benefiting from that um uh, let's see. So I see some uh, comments here. Bitcoin is about just about to fly again. That's the exact point. There are limited Bitcoin. What other currency is limited? What is the question philosophers can never answer? I missed it. Hmm. Oh. Uh. Well, for me, I was asking. Um. I was asking the difference between ethics and law, and if something is unethical but lawful. Is it okay? Should, you know, um, where's the distinction between ethics and law? Uh, but I do think I will point out that I do think that if you're pointing out Bitcoin is a Ponzi and you're still trading it, you're sort of admitting that it's a fraud, and that's against the law. So, um, but at the same time, you know, Bitcoin hasn't been shut down, right? From from, you know, the regulators are sort of letting it play out, and so. To, at that point if you know it's a Ponzi you're sort of ahead of the game of the, the hodlers right because you know these people are investing because they really believe it but if you like this guy in my opinion because I'm with him I don't think it's sustainable I don't think it's gonna be money et cetera et cetera uh, um, if if you if you have his knowledge though and you're willing to cut and run at the first uh you know sign of, of bitcoin going the other way this person is more likely to cut their losses right just chase momentum chase it on the, this this person is probably more likely to make more money um now it, i'm assuming right he's a good trader right he's um <laughs> like obviously if you bought bitcoin in 2013 and you haven't sold you'd probably be up more than some kind of trader i right? realize that but the argument is like if you eventually if you eventually think this thing's not going to be around Uh, you do need to get out at some point, right? If you think this thing's a Ponzi, you need to get out at some point. What other currency is limited? Um, To me, it's not about limitation of of a currency. Like, I'm not a dollar apologist. I don't like the dollar. But uh, this thing, like, so the Bitcoiners, this thing was released, and it was criticized that the dollar was no longer backed by gold so that they could have um, unrestrained printing. In my opinion, our problems are mainly government, right? We need to get a better government, more honest government. And maybe you think that's impossible. Um, but when we were on the gold standard, uh, it worked pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I realized that they took us off the gold standard, but in theory we could go back. (laughs) Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin's been going
1: back up. Oh, let me take your call. Okay. Oops. Hey, Lizzie,
0: how's it going? Hey, Hey, good. How are you?
1: Good. Am I, am I clear? Huh? Okay. Can, can you hear me okay?
0: Uh, I can, yes, yes.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, Um, I, I've actually got a show about this coming up next uh, well, um, Thursday in a couple of days, so I thought I could come in and practice. Um, I'm a massive fan of cryptocurrency and I think it is kind of the future of currency. Um, so I could just jump in where you left off. Uh, that um, the, Sorry, what was that? where you left off with the, um. sorry, my, my mind just went black. I'm also ironing my trousers. Where you left off with the cryptocurrency being immoral and then you went on to say
0: I was talking about how, um, just to refresh your your train of thought. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about how um, this one guy that I linked to, he's calling Bitcoin and crypto a Ponzi. So instead of like debating whether yeah. it is or not, I'm 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 looking at uh, I'm looking at he's calling it a Ponzi which is basically a type of fraud he's admitting it but he still wants to trade it so i'm wondering is that ethical if you think something is a ponzi should you still be allowed to trade it i mean should you still be be like in on it i'm not talking about people who don't think it's a ponzi i'm talking about people who admit it
1: (laughs) yeah no i agree straight away that he's um He's doing something immoral, and it should be illegal. It's just the how new cryptocurrency in this whole world is; the law is still catching up. Like there's ridiculous things going on the NFT world, Uh, images just being taken and sold, and and there's kind of not laws made around that yet. So yeah, I agree. But um, I think his his opinion in whether it's a Ponzi or not is kind of small in um, comparison to like the. The hundreds maybe thousands of experts that think it is going to be here for a long time and, but i could be wrong they could be wrong and they could be lying too like, smart yeah people, horrible you're, too, you're
0: right like even if he calls it a ponzi we could say that he's unethical but a lot of people right would not call it a ponzi so he almost mm. has a cover right because other people won't call it a ponzi and right now you know it's not really being treated as such by our legal you know regulators and stuff So it's a weird, it's a weird place to be in where you think it's a Ponzi. So you think it's, so what you're doing is sort of unethical, but yet other people don't think it's Ponzi. So you're, you're, um, you still think, well, I could still trade this stuff, right? (laughs) Because it's not unethical. Sorry, no, it is unethical, perhaps, but everyone else thinks it's fine. So why shouldn't I trade this stuff? And I don't know, the, I don't really know the answer to that. I tend to think it's a little unethical but at the same time i don't know so
1: yeah what he's what he's doing and um, kind of popularizing and what he's done should be there should he should be yeah he should be arrested it should be there should be some kind of punishment for that definitely well why not punishment i'm i'm in all in favor of restorative justice so i don't like punishment so some way for him to make the situation right i would definitely agree um but what what makes you think it is a Ponzi scheme? That what do you, have you made up your mind already? Have you got?
0: Um, I think it's I think it's Ponzi like. Um, and uh I actually I actually have to pop into this store real quick, I was like yeah, one minute. Uh, if you wanna, if you want to stay stay here, like, yeah, just, I could, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, should do, I like could, yeah, like thirty seconds, just grabbing coffee, yeah.
1: You want me to talk? I, I can t- so, yeah. Well, reasons why I think you can listen to this, and if you listen to this now, I hope so you are listening to this. Otherwise, I'm speaking to your audience, which is me. But, um, yeah, I think that the cryptocurrency world is kind of the future of um, authentic- authenticity, authenticating anything. So, I can just say the latest thing I turned into an NFT was just a, a theory of like moral, um, moral objectivity, objective morality. So I just wrote this out and turned it into NFT. So then I can now say that that was my thought, that was my idea. No one ever can steal that, um, and unless they thought a it before then and they had some kind of evidence. So what you can do is make evidence of uh, validity of almost anything, and it lasts well for as long as we have computers to sustain the codes that um, we're making. So yeah. So I think it's really I'm back.
0: Amazing. I caught. I caught just uh, a little bit of that. I caught just a little bit of that. Sorry. <laughs> <That's>
1: okay. <laughs> I, yeah, it's strange but I'll be talking to your audience in the future. Or... Yeah. Uh,
0: so I heard that you like cryptocurrency or, or Bitcoin. Do you like all cryptos or just
1: Bitcoin? Um, I think Bitcoin is here forever. I think some cryptocurrencies that are used in the gaming world and then for trading um, will hang around. But I think it will eventually kind of go down to five or four or something some smaller number is not going to stay in the ridiculous amounts there is now. Um, but then we do have NFTs, which are kind of like a microcosm of the macro crypto world. And I think those are, well, those are kind of, I was just saying that they're the the validity of anything. So you can make anything kind of authentic and you can authenticate things, anything really. So I think, yeah, that's I yeah.
0: Something new. Well, my, you know, my main problem with them is that, um, well, you know, there's all these different narratives about what, what a crypto is. That's how I like to describe these different cryptos. I, I'm with I'm with you for sure on the NFT stuff. Um, uh, you know, but Bitcoin has, like, many competing narratives. Um, for some people, it's a store of value, inflation hedge. Uh, and for others, it's a way to move money. And I I grant Bitcoin... Uh, that it has some utility in moving funds, you know, because you can buy it. But I think, you know, you're really moving dollars or whatever currency that you buy it with. Um, But I don't think that Bitcoin has a monopoly on that, right? Because there's, you can copy it. There's all kinds of other cryptos. So I don't think that's, that provides enough, um, that doesn't provide the investment case that people make for, you know, number go up. So I really have a problem mainly with number go up for Bitcoin, you know, the the people that invest in it to go to a million, uh, because it's scarce. Um, but again, it's artificially scarce. So, um, the utility is not scarce and the utility is the transfer of, of wealth, right. Or money through payments. Um, but so they, what they do though, is they like to, to, um, integrate these two different, um, narratives of Bitcoin. Like, the investment people will say well it has utility you can transfer real value and that's true but that doesn't give you the investment case in my opinion because yes it's 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 valuable because you can trade it and right it's it has a dollar price uh so it has some utility but that doesn't mean that the token should go up to a million dollars um in my mind because this utility can be satisfied by a number of other cryptocurrencies you know, that are big enough, right, liquid enough, that currently have a, have a market price, right, that people can get in and out of easily, at least, uh, and send to their friends on the blockchain, so, 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 and the reason why I don't think the number go up is sustainable, and it's, I call it Ponzi-like, is because, um, uh, there's no there's no other reason to own Bitcoin besides giving it to somebody else. There's no there's no fundamental like value that you can really prescribe to Bitcoin. It doesn't it's not like real. It doesn't have some it's not a real commodity in my opinion. Um, and so That's I don't I don't think it can reason. ever be stable. I don't ever think it could stabilize its price. Um, and I think to keep going up in price, which seems like the number go up crowd, they just want it to keep going up, eventually you run out of people to keep buying it right at, at ever inflating levels. so i just don't i don't agree with the concept of just number go up and there'll always be people to buy buy at a higher price
1: no i don't think uh, i think it i think it will stabilize um i don't know where that will be what that will be when the market i think stabilizes the crypto market because uh, it's really really new and it's still that's why they think it's going to go up a lot because there's such a small amount of people in the crypto world that when the rest come and they will uh, eventually because we're heading into the technological world like we we will go to the metaverse i know it's probably been, this is where you probably disagree but i think we're gonna we are gonna head into the metaverse uh within like a hundred maybe 200 years and uh, that's where we're gonna be spending so paper digital money will be leading and then it will we will slowly move then to kind of a one world system if you know what i mean where that's kind of eventually where we will get to hopefully in my opinion so this is probably where a lot of opinion is coming in but
0: oh yeah that's interesting um i don't really believe in that kind of globalism i think that like different countries aren't going to really want to just all use the same um cryptocurrency that they don't control um now that's
1: kind
0: when people talk about the metaverse do they do they mean like that people will live like completely online or just that more of their life will be online?
1: Yeah, more and more of your life will be online. So you will, like we can't even, how much time we spend watching TV will be, that's how much time you will be on the metaverse. So you are now, everyone is on the metaverse a, a, a large amount of time when you're on your phone. Yeah, That is the metaverse and it's just going to get far more immersive. It's going to get far more of uh, your senses are going to be involved. It's So you're just going to like, it will move to glasses soon, probably. Uh, I can't see it going into contact lenses or into kind of direct into the brain, but it will move to glasses very quickly. And uh, when it does that, then you'll just be sitting, seeing a different world, hearing a different world like we are now kind of, apart from when you're driving, which I do the same. Well-
0: I, I like I like technology as like a tool to you know enhance my life, but um, I there there's some people that say you know we're watching too much TV or we're spending too much time on our phones or, um, and I kind of do believe that to a certain extent, um, but I mean to the extent that you're productive on your phone or computer, that's or, you know or they're using it for entertainment, sure. Um, but I think that there's something about the real world, though, that the metaverse, or what's called the metaverse, um, I, I think the metaverse is more not just being on your phone, but sort of being um, in sort of a virtual reality, maybe, like what you describe, where you have the, the glasses, you're, you're kind of more immersed in it. Uh, and you sort of live in there all the time. Like you don't really see your friends in real life. I mean, that's this is what I'm imagining the metaverse is. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I,
1: well, I don't know if you've seen any of. Have you seen any augmented reality? Because that's probably where it's going to head far more. I than have. I have.
0: Reality. I have done the one time I uh, put the thing on, and I was like, oh, it was a it was a program where you were on the top of a building, and you were supposed to jump, and. I, I thought I could, you know, I watched people do it. I was like, oh, this should be easy. But when I put the glasses on, it was really hard to do. I mean, it felt really real and, and I eventually did it, but I was scared to death. I mean, I, I, it felt real um, and it was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was really cool, I admit, but I like, I like the real world. Like, I, I don't wanna live, I don't wanna spend all my time in it. Like, now I realize that I spend a lot of time online now. So maybe if I'm in the metaverse, it's just more enhanced, right, it's just a better experience, I get that. But I tend to think we're, you know, how it involves crypto, we already have digital money. Uh, We already have, like, I think that the crypto people tend to over, uh, overstay, like, they they tend to overstate how, how Bitcoin is now, you know, the new digital money. Now it's a private digital money, yes, but it's not the first digital money. The dollar has already been digitized. So we already had online payments. Maybe maybe they weren't that great. Maybe you couldn't do a lot of stuff with them, you know, in gaming. Uh, but but we still had it. So the revolution is not that it went digital; it's that it, it just became a different type of uh, technology to move, you know, existing fiat or dollars or whatever currency you have.
1: Do you think though that there will be a larger currency? What do you think? Do you think, or do you think the dollar will last forever?
0: A band- no, um, no. I mean, I th- I think that the dollar will continue to inflate, lose purchasing power, and that we're going to be forced back to probably to like a gold standard or another currency from another country uh, will be the will become the you know world's reserve currency. Hopefully, they'll back it with gold or something. I think we're going to go back to gold because it's it provides stability. Uh, it's a natural commodity of the earth and Bitcoin is like all these cryptos are abstractions that humans create and humans control. And the fundamentally, I don't think they can stabilize the price because all they the, all the prices is based off is, is, um, supply and demand and nothing tying it to the real world. So I don't think that Bitcoin can work because I don't think it could be money because I don't think it can be stabilized, uh, If it can't be stabilized, it can't be a unit of account. It it will never grow to be the common medium of exchange. And I think that you have to stabilize the price to get Bitcoin or any other crypto to become the common medium of exchange. Mm.
1: I think it will. I think, again, like I said, I think it will stabilise when the market stabilises. and Everyone knows how much money is in the crypto world and, and what it's going to be used for. I can't imagine it going down. Um, I think the people who are invested in it won't want it to go down too. So they might be, because it, you make value out of anything. So there is no value in gold. There is no value in diamonds. Um, possibly gold a bit more because this is only a small amount. But when we do mine the universe, that's all going to disappear. Um, and I think that crypto will last long into that. Um, yeah. Sounds like I'm, a,
0: a futurist guy. So like, you know, eventually <laughs> we get to the universe and we mine a bunch of gold. Yeah. Okay.
1: But <laughs> that could be like
0: 500 years out.
1: That could be a long time now. Like, it could be yeah. 50. It could be like we, where we were, where we are and we're from where we were and our viewpoint then and. Like, like, I don't know why we think suddenly we're not going to advance. This always happens in every kind of generation. You think we're not going to advance and then bam. Well, sometimes we
0: go back, right? Sometimes we have the dark ages, the middle ages. <laughs> I think we're going into, I think we're slipping into sort of a, you know, dark period a middle age period personally. But um, yeah, I think we're yeah, going to have
1: I, a Me bit. too. But... Yeah. But, but I hope you know, bit, you know
0: I'm a bit you know I'm a I'm a law lo- I'm a skeptic by nature. But like eventually I think that a lot of people will suffer sure during the dark ages whatever. But then you know eventually they'll have the light bulb again and it, they'll turn it around. But that could be a long
1: time. Yeah, I'm hoping we because we start we do develop because I want to see Star Wars. So yeah,
0: I think you know if this isn't a criticism of you. but it's a, This is is something that I see a lot with the Bitcoiners, like the pot, you know, some of them, at least like some of them want to do like have Bitcoin in space and Bitcoin will be the currency of space. If you've seen any articles by Drew, he he talks Mm -hmm. about this, but um, they're very futuristic. And, you know, I think I think this movement has a lot to do with the transhumanist movement uh, where, you know, you want to like combine with um, computers, you want to augment yourself to be better. And I'm fine with with to some extent of wanting to change genes and stuff like that I'm all for that, like to get rid of diseases. Uh, But I don't think that most people are going to want to like eventually like to live totally inside a computer. Uh, I think that you're still going to want to have your real physical, you know, life yourself here in the world. Um, So, but, but, but I think that a lot of bitcoiners are very, are very futuristic and they imagine this world where, uh, you can live forever or you're augmented somehow or, you know, we're in space. And like, I just, these are great ideas, but they're so far into the future and there's no evidence that we're going to be able to colonize the universe like anytime soon. So I just, I kind of dismiss these ideas a little bit as just wishful thinking in the Bitcoin community. And I, I tend to think that a lot of this, this idea of, you know, wishing comes out in Bitcoin and they're you know they're wishing it, it to be stable one day they wish it to be money one day like these are all just great wishes but i don't there's no evidence really to support how you how are you going to how are you going to stabilize the bitcoin price and how is this thing going to be adopted globally you know and and why would anybody who hasn't gotten into bitcoin yet right want to buy at these price levels want to buy where bitcoin right now it's tanked but it's still like you know 20k i mean you why would you want to do that it's it's like you could lose all your money and you 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 know that you're giving money when you buy in you know that you're basically letting somebody else get out who bought way lower than you so um i don't see the appeal like the bitcoiners say adoption's coming but why would anyone want to be a part of bitcoin like the bitcoiners are sort of mean right they say things like have fun staying poor they think that they're right. They're so confident. They think they're right. There's no humility here. And when they're proved wrong in the market, like when the market goes against them, uh, they they just, um, they they ignore it. And that's just what I don't like about some of them is that they don't admit, you know, some of their, their mis- the calls they've made that, that haven't worked out. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think the broader public is going to be attracted to the Bitcoin movement in
1: particular yeah i know you're you're i'm still trying to stay positive and the futuristic person i am l- like you said i you're know, so pessimistic but um in, in a nice way um so i see see i i see there's three a few different kind of people you're talking about there's a few different kind of people you're talking about there is there's the people that have created it then there's the people that use it the businessmen. And these are the people i think that are grinding your gears and making um, making all of these negative waves and just destroying the thing that has been created there. So the people I'm interested in, what kind of Bitcoin is, is the, 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 the super nerds, the people who are making these codes, the people who are doing all of the digital work behind the scenes. And this is where innovation grows and in the digital world grows. And uh, those are the people I think that are incredible that need the support because we we do love the digital world. Like, well, if I if you could ask every single person on the planet, um, would you like to live forever before you die? Like, obviously, by the amount of people that are religious, they would be happy to do this. They would love to do this. So, if you could offer that, like that's that's kind of where people are thinking. Many people are thinking the kind of um, kind of extreme positive futurist kind of people like me. Like, I would I would love to that. So, I'm sure. Would you answer what What do you think would the answer would be if you asked like? most of the people on the planet where would they like to live forever digitally
0: i would say Maybe. that most people probably like your average person would say I don't want to live forever and i know that that's kind of weird like i'm not i'm not but religious the majority religious, are myself. religious though but I, yeah and i'm but not religious, religious either but i i um i definitely like the real world and i would only go to a computer world if like my body were to just you know, give out, like, can I? I guess I could be saved, or my brain could be uploaded or something. But,
1: uh, but the majority of people are religious, though. So they do believe they would like to live forever by definition of their belief.
0: Well, they don't, not on this world, though. They want to go to heaven, right?
1: Yeah. So if you, if you had the choice of living forever and not even knowing you're dead, you're, you're digital, but it's so real that it is the same as life now and you, you could be given that would, would you take it like most people um, would take that because they i, make I don't that know decision like what, in their religion
0: what would it be like i mean would i have any autonomy mm. like I'd, I'd be in somebody's computer hard drive i mean i, I don't you, know you kind of
1: have like you kind of have I, i'd see it as you kind of actually have free will for the first time because i don't think you have free will because you're constrained by your dna and um circumstance but so then you'd have kind of you basically think it happens kind of thing. I, I'm just imagining now what it'd be like. It's like, I can't even understand how to code a phone, let alone a, a universe where you could live digitally. Yeah, but,
0: but don't we, don't we have that already? That concept of like gaming. I mean, cause you could, you can get really immersed in a character. You can build your own character today. Like how, how is it different than, than that? Besides, um, you know, you have to suspend your, your body for a minute, but you can get really engrossed in a video game today. And you know,
1: no, I mean, you live forever, though. Oh, okay. Like you could live forever, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't I'm really gonna have to hop off. To either way on that. Okay. Yeah, great talking to but you. Thank
1: you so much, Lindsay.
0: Yeah, uh, Take. It, have a good day. All right. I'm going to probably end it here, too. Um, yep. Great discussion. Um, thanks for calling in. Appreciate the conversation. Take care.